What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. Wait a minute. Hey, you know what it is. Tuesday Night Titans. Slow Tuesday in the building, ladies. It's your day. <laughs> we gonna wrap. Somebody gonna get wrapped in the warm embrace. To wrap you in. Yes, you are. My warm embrace. Indeed. And I make it last forever. Yes. Yes, I catch a glimpse of when you let me wrap you in. Boy, she gonna warm your bed up tonight. <laughs> Anyway, man, shout out to the Slow Tuesdays. Uh, you guys know what we got to do before we even get into the show. We got to show you our Tuesday night in the building. Let's go ahead and let her set it off. Question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. She's not going to lie. Your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Three, 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 three. Oh, no, three. she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I cannot. Oop. Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yo, more than the ten fingers she then got. Y'all know y'all nasty boys been up in that. Y'all know y'all nasty boys. <laughs> All right, what you, who you want, the green dress? What green dress? Is that the girl right there? I don't know what green dress girl. Hold on for a second. I got to think for a second. I don't know what green dress girl you're talking about. Let me see here. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, what green dress girl? <laughs> she was in there. You know what she said? <laughs> oh, from earlier. To, oh, that girl. Oh, man. I don't know where she is, man. I got to clip her. That big old thickum, she looking like grimace around the tummy area. That girl, yeah, boy, that was amazing, huh? She had a skinny looking face. She looked like she was a toothpick. She was a flat back for real, but then she was all lumpy. Yeah, that wide girl, wow, boy, that was a surprise. Anyway, that's what dating apps were about. But anyway, to contribute to the day show, dollar sign CGA Live is going to be the cash app. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And on the notorious CGA channel in the building new, 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 new is the super chat capabilities over there. If you wish to let your voice be heard or the sponsor of today's show, either way, let me see something real quick. I'm gonna jump on here. <laughs> the white girl, the white girl with the green dress. Oh boy, that would be disappointing. I would be disappointed if I met her in person for sure. Like, I would be like, all right, I could still smash, but <laughs> we still can hit it because you know she nasty. You know she nasty. That girl right there is nasty. Nasty girls. She will match up with the nasty boys for real. All right, do me a favor. Hit the like button on today's show. Hit the like button on today's show. We're not playing around with these likes. Y'all been a little bit stingy with the likes, and I haven't been paying attention. Or you know what's going to be what it is. It's Tuesday night. So we're going to get them all in. You know what time it is. Let's go ahead and hit the like button. Excuse me, some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it loose. Let it so, loose. 
Let it. I know y'all see the football print. Oh, the football print go crazy. The football print. The football print go crazy. Football print. Parabola. Ooh. Come on, y equal x squared. Get it. Maybe cubed on some days. Get it. Yeah, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yes, indeed. Hey, man. Shout out to the girls today. It's Tuesday night. It is definitely Tuesday night. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, shout out to the na- the nasty boys. Know what's up? Anyway, man. Today's show. What we got? We got a couple of subject matters right here. We're gonna talk about. Uh, first of all, the main event show is millennials and Gen Z, according to a new report. See, we report on date, dating, relationships, marriage. And gender dynamics, that's what we do here. We don't talk about women. People are like, you talk about women. Like, who am I going to talk about? I'm talking about dating. What am I going to talk about, men? Pause. We talk about relationship dynamics, marriage. And, of course, it's from the male perspective, we're going to talk about women. Uh, but uh, uh, we're talking about millennial and Gen Z, according to a new report. They're going broke. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They going broke trying to date as if we didn't tell you what's going on. And not only are they going broke uh, because they don't mention, I don't think I'm going to have to read the article. They don't mention the women are going broke. It's the male millennials that are going broke and Gen Z. They threw Gen Z under the bus as well. And not only that, you know what your girls were doing at your counterparts when you can't take them out on dates. They're doing this with old men like me. <laughs> okay. I know you don't think so. So when they can't get a date from y'all broke ass, you know what they're doing. Let Joe Biden remind you what they're doing. Joe Biden, what do you got to say about this? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Not And even Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is like, damn, Joe, chill out. I know I got that. That's how I got my way to the top when I was a freshman at the university and I smoked weed listening to Tupac. But chill out, Joe. We know how this works. Okay, so what do we got going on? We're talking about the eviction crisis. The eviction crisis is turning deadly. I had a black woman roll up on me in Las Vegas. All right, I'm going to Best Buy. She rolled up on me with her sob story. She was like, Negro. I'm going to tell you what her sob story is in a minute. I'm going to let a couple more people join. We, she had a sob story. And uh, she hit me with the, oh, boy, here they come. I was like, here she come. She pulled up. And, I, of course, I she was in the parking lot. I'll tell you the story in a minute. Hold on for a second. Uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show, if we will. All right. I was like, here we go. And we know we just talked about the dynamics between black men and black women. And, of course, man, when they want to be nice, they was turning on. Oh, she turned on all the charm. SAU uh, sent in a PayPal at the end of yesterday's show or today's show. He says, morning, coach, just sending this to pay my respects. I'm working right now and stacking that cash. Shout out to the coach gang from south of the border. Appreciate you. Somebody else is also in here with a very generous PayPal. Appreciate you. And that's from my boy, G. can I call you? Yeah, Jabari. He says, coach, thanks to you and KS's motivation, I just passed my CDL class A exam between trucking during uh, truck driving on the weekends and my accounting weekday job. I'm dead set on making $100,000 a year. I'm rich, he said also. My student loan and credit card debt will be gone by the end of the next year. And he says, keep up the great work. Keep inspiring us workers to achieve 
a better life. Yes, that's what we're looking to do. And congratulations to do, brother. Yeah, that too. That too. But we also going to give you a congratulations, man, for making those steps, pushing in the positive direction. All right. Appreciate that over on PayPal. Let's see what we got on the cash app. The cash app. Uh, We got, uh, did I get these brothers earlier today? J Flow said, epic stream, coach. That was as we exited. Larry jumped in, doubles up with support. Thank you, man, for the support. And then another David is back in here. We'll call you David, but there's another name that you have on there. I can't call you that. Mm. <laughs> but shout out to you. Thank you, man. You said nothing. Marriage or hell no. Nope. Is in here. He says, let's go, CGA. Let's go, Coach CGA. The great. Listen up, gents. Listen up. I don't intend to lie to you. DG Seymour says, what does he have to say? Indeed, he said, don't be like T-Mon and get shot on his birthday. Yes, indeed. Jim status says, get big, get money, free agent for life, M to the W. And he also says he ain't going to be with no big old uh, busted Pillsbury biscuit can. He can't handle it. <laughs> XL Pro Services says, salute, bro. Thank you, man, for being here again, you brothers, man. And let's, 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 let's get you guys right here early on in the show. All right. Thank you, man. Oh, Venmo might have some work. I didn't check Venmo, did I? Venmo got that work. All right, where are we at here? Albert Ingram says, Biden thinks the U.S. needs to reevaluate, reevaluate the relationship with the Saudi, with Saudi Arabia. Mm. Well, the Saudi, well, what do you mean? What do you mean reevaluate? Like what? Like break up, break the ties? I mean, they're already, this is crazy. I mean, Saudi Arabia is always already kind of leaning towards joining the BRICS, I believe it's called. Yeah, they kind of messed that torch that up. Man, boy, this is a mess. Larry Leisure says, paying dude, CGA, do you know Ice Spice, in which he get accepted to the junior college? All right, I do know Ice Spice. She's the newest person on the scene with a minute 30 second record. All right, she got a popular song, which people only know, like a seven second portion of the song. And uh, I did see her try to perform. She's an interesting girl. I actually showed her on the screen. Um, she's kind of a hit or miss. She's a hit or miss. I'm not that interested in her in her buttocks or anything like that. Her face is interesting. Her hair is interesting. You know, I don't normally mess with Afro chicks like that, curly Afro chick. She looking like Raggedy Ann sometimes. But um, when I see her speak, sometimes I like her personality. Her personality shines through more than her looks, and it makes her a little bit cuter. I would put her in the cute category. Maybe we need to do a stream on that one. We need to do a stream. But she would be, once she talks, she seems endearing and cute. All right, I would put her in the queue. But, you know, she kind of from New York. I think she's from New York, so she ratchet. Mm. What part of New York is she from? Is she from the Bronx? What part of New York is she? Yeah, great value, Annie. She looking like a Cabbage Patch kid. I mean, listen, if she was here, I would smash it like Drake apparently allegedly smashed it. Kicked her to the curb. You know Drake had to put that. She from the Bronx? Hold on for a second. Ice Spice, New York. What part of New York? Ice Spice. Yeah, she's from the Bronx. I knew it. She looked like a Bronx head. She looked like a Bronx head. Hey, let me tell you, man, them Bronx chicks would be ratchet. <laughs> Bronx don't claim her. Hey, Bronx, I knew she was from the Bronx. Those Bronx chicks, I lived in New York. I, I lived in Long Island for two years, and I messed around with some, you know, I, I hung around. I didn't really mess around technically during that time of my life. But um, with some Bronx chicks, some Queens chicks and uh, some Manhattan chicks. And uh, I never messed with no Harlem's chicks. 
So I don't know nothing about Harlem. I've been to Harlem like a couple times. I was like, I ain't coming back. But um, um, and Brooklyn chicks, right? So they're all distinctly. I knew she had Bronx all written all over her, and she's half Dominican, half black, right? Um, Bronx Rick, Bronx chicks are ratchet, bro. You gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for Bronx chicks. They'll stab you. They'll stab you. They'll poison your drink. They they a little bit desperate and whatnot. Yeah, man. I don't mess around with Bronx chicks. I mean, they're ratchet and you you know, you gotta catch them long. You gotta catch them young though. Cause if you get an old Bronx chick, she gone. She gone. Gone, gone. All right. I I and what's old for a Bronx chick? I would say in a Bronx chick, an older Bronx chick is 22. Once you go past 22 for a Bronx chick, done. <laughs> so I said 18. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. 22. Once she hit about 22 in the Bronx, gone. Gonzo. She gone. She messed up. She ain't coming back. She's not coming back mentality wise. She ain't coming back, bro. She gone, gone. She's. They'll get. And yeah, they aggressive. And you know what? Some of them be looking good, though. You know what I mean? Some of them, they be like them Puerto Rican chicks from the Bronx. You're like, damn. They be looking like Lisa Lisa at 42 sometimes. You'd be like. But by that time, a 42-year-old fine-ass Puerto Rican in the, in the Bronx, do not trust her, bro. If you trust that woman, bro, dude, she has been through it. She has been through it, bro. <laughs> All right. Why am I going in on the Bronx? But, uh, yeah, she's been through it. Somebody said Ice Spice. But uh, who's offended already? Is anybody offended? I'll risk it, though. I'll risk it. But, you know, she might she might have a razor blade under her, her tongue. She might mess around and have a razor blade under her tongue. For real, messing with Bronx chicks like that. She'd be 42 and she'd be all nice. How you doing, Poppy? She, she, her voice is a little deeper. It's like, how you doing, Poppy? And you'd be like, yeah, hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Oh, Poppy Chula. Oh, here, come over here. Oh, Poppy, I'll take care of you. And she'd be rubbing you down and she'd be rubbing your feet down. She'd be massaging you. You know what I mean? And then you get a text on your phone, ping. You know she's going to go right to the text. Who the hell is Domino Pizza? Ice Blade coming out. Right here. Whoosh. Whoosh. She'll get you, bro. She'll get you. She'll come in and take that. She'll take that razor blade right from under her tongue like this. <laughs> You'd be like, how would you talk in? How would you talk in with that razor blade in your tongue? Anyone? What you talking with it? And not only that, them areolas be, oh man, I tell you, dude, I, that's a moment of weakness. I will get caught up. If you find me anywhere, it'll be dead with a Puerto Rican chick. Or a, or a Ling Ling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'll be a weakness. Yeah. I'll admit it. But let's get back onto the show right here. All right. Ice Spice. All right. Shout out to El Jefe. Says, happy Taco Tuesday, Costradamus. I had to evict. My last sugar baby girlfriend last year, he says, don't let your girl move in. Coach gang, do not let your girl move in. For real. <laughs> he says, them, them Brock's chicks will give you a buck 50. They'll have you hemmed up. Big advice. If you're new to America, do not date any chicks from the Bronx. Mm. Let's just start right there. All right. That will get you. We'll give you the rest. We'll give you the rest. But if you meet a chick in front, she from the Bronx, you don't know what she's been through. 
I don't care what race she is. <laughs> All right. Avoid chicks from the Bronx. Period. Let's get back onto the show right here. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Where's my Bronx chick? He says, what about Jenny from the block? No. I, Jennifer Lopez, too. If she wasn't rich, she'll stab you. All right, let's get back into the show right here. This is all allegedly, by the way. Somebody says Brooklyn even worse. Oh, man. Yeah, we got to develop a list. Do not date chicks from. And number one, the Bronx. All right, it's got to be, man. I messed around with a couple of young Puerto Rican chicks. And they get started early, just like chicks in Atlanta. They kick the ball off early. Like, they don't get started at 17. Oh, the first time I'm going to be touched. No, no. <laughs> All right. And if you meet her at 36, she didn't had a couple of two decades, not more than two decades, 25 years getting started. Like, ridiculously early. Like, early, you don't even imagine. you like, y'all doing it then? Like, why? She'll mess you up. <laughs> It'll mess you up. They got experience. I can't, I can't even say the age they typically get started. Typically. Throw all the data out the window when you're dealing with Bronx chicks. They be already going full speed. Anyway, how do I know these things? I heard it from a bird. All right, let's get back to the show right here. Eviction crisis turned deadly. I'm going to, I'm going to now talk about the story that this uh, woman, this sister came up. And uh, I I was I wasn't driving a Porsche. Thank God I wasn't driving a Porsche. All right, she really would have stuck me up. All right, but I drove up. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm going to Best Buy. I drive the truck in because I was on the wrong side of town. I back my truck in. I see that there's a sister and she's out of shape and she's somewhat probably between 30s or 40s. And um, she's talking to somebody, a white lady, and the white lady has a truck like mine. It's similar to mine. So I back into my spot. I think they're friends. I think maybe she works at Best Buy. She had a blue shirt on. So after I park my truck, I get out of my car and then the sister starts being polite. That's when I know something's up. All right. Because sisters aren't polite to me for no reason. <laughs> sisters be already combative with me or just they try to ignore me. You know what I mean? They'll see me and they'll try to look away. Ninja don't talk to me type of stuff. Doesn't matter the age. Eh, they can be 50 years old. But yeah. But anyway. So she was being nice to me. She says, Excuse me, fine young brother. And I was like, oh, well, how you doing? And she says, I'm sorry to bother you. And then she started getting a little sympathetic. The sympathetic sister look, which is very not authentic. Okay, it's not authentic because they don't practice this type of thing. And it is seen as a sign of weakness. So she was being very, very nice and somewhat sympathetic. And oh, I just have to tell you a story. I've been going through it. And I was like, oh, recently she was like, if there's anything, anything possibly you can do in the form of making a donation to me, I'm sorry, I'm not like this normally. Hold on for a second. And she started talking about she's going through a divorce and she got evicted from her apartment. Again, I'm not making fun of the circumstances. I warned you that this was coming. All right. I'm just letting you know the sob story if you're going to take everybody's sob story just get ready to hand over fork over a lot of cash but she started off first of all saying she got evicted from her place she's looking for a nice hotel to stay in or a motel and i'm turning the other way like yeah 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 but she had a quite lengthy story and said her husband and her and going through a bitter divorce her and her kids are out on the street 
in these streets. And I would like to get a motel before it starts getting a little bit cooler in the evening. And so, yeah, she had initiated her soft girl. And she was very eloquent. She was very poetic and very nice to me, which is not normal. Mm. Typically, black women are not very nice to me. <laughs> They're not at all. So I know this is going left. I was like, okay, here we go. So I hit her with the stone face with the Martin Luther Lee. And I was like, I don't have no cash. Mm. Now, that's one of the biggest ways to tell a woman right or tell a person asking for something to get them to go away i'll just tell her i ain't got no cash well normally that's not working for the hustlers out here because the next thing she hit or hit me with is she got the cash app mm. yeah she got that cash app <laughs> and i was like oh you got cash app in person she was like perhaps if you don't have a cash app maybe you can go ahead and go inside that store and you can get a little bit of debit card money back. You know, you can get your, lo your little money back as they ask you, do you want cash back? You can give me some of that cash back too. And I was like, yeah, man, I don't think Best Buy has that. But uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Best of luck. And then I got out of it. I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. Here we go. But this is just what's going on in our world today. She was on the grift. She was on the grind. She was on her grizzy. And she was out there hitting us with the sob story. And the first one was eviction. The first thing she used was eviction, which you guys know statistically, and especially with sisters, they right now are going through uh, the highest eviction crisis right here uh, for black women. And now somebody actually was reporting these things over the last few weeks because this is being reported in the media. Of course, it's an election year, but we know that they have the least stable households nationwide in generally so we know they're going to be more the most exposed to this however they're somewhat honorary and they're somewhat don't realize that these things they're setting themselves up for this they'll never admit this but i've been messing around as you know in the junior college i've no, i've had plenty of calls in the last couple of months about these young women especially if i'm dealing with anybody that has any level of black in them they're getting evicted oh man i'm behind on my rent i need this oh they always got the same sob story but they always have an eyelash business. They always have some sort of it's their their lives are catastrophic when you're dealing with them straight on professionally. You will realize real fast within two meetings, their life will be falling apart, hanging on by threads. And statistically in, in our world today, but this is not this is not unusual in the last 10 years. If you actually type in Google eviction crisis for black women, you can see articles from 10, 15, 20 years ago. Same thing. They're more likely to be evicted. Um, and that's where it is. So that's where you're going to see that first. And there it is, the sister right there. Imagine you missed a rent payment, maybe lost your job, all right, because. So I could focus on my career. And, uh, or maybe you had some car trouble. It doesn't take very much to start a financial crisis for them. I mean, I listen, I've lived this life before and I vowed I would never live it again. Um, it says right here, it's one, once, one tire blowout, it's over. The budget is gone and or one impulsive shopping trip is gone. And it says right here, or you get sick. They tend to not get sick, sick all the time. It says and any of these reasons could uh, become grounds for eviction. And as we know, eviction moratoriums are being lifted. And it says right here, if you are a black woman in the United States, you're a black woman in the United States, your chances of being evicted is higher 
than any other demographic. And they're giving you some solutions here. This, thank you, USA Today. They're giving us some solutions right here. It says, can you, do, the landlord will be like, can you do some yard work? Can you pay a couple of my units? <laughs> the landlord tried to work it out. All right, I, I'd be willing to consider partial payment if you if you do some work. And she'd be like, nope, uh, I don't have childcare in the afternoons and I work the rest of the day. And he says, I'm sorry, there's really nothing else I can do. Unfortunately, there is something else you can do. There is something else you can do. You see that water hose over there? <clears throat> there's a golf ball stuck in the middle of that water hose. Is it possible that you can wriggle that little golf ball out of that water hose? There might be something you can do there. And once you do that, then I'll realize that there might be something, a hidden talent that you might have that we can actually see. <laughs> so try that water hose and see if you can get that golf ball unstuck from that water hose, potentially. Then we might be able to see what we can do. But uh, let's see what else that they have here. Uh, listen, don't, hey, if you're a landlord, don't do this. Don't do this. Here it is right here. It says right here, you move out, you fight eviction. Eviction, hey, guys, uh, let me just tell you, you do not want to be going through eviction. Eviction is a very tough thing to go through because it's legal, right? And um, you just missing one rent payment uh, just initiates the, the eviction. You're not going to get thrown out. Sometimes the eviction courts can be backed up for a long time and you might not get thrown out for a year or two especially with foreclosures foreclosures take a long time so you can literally be foreclosed on and you don't you can still live in the house for a long time right but but um there are people and there's a story i shared earlier this week or last week that uh, a woman was behind um maybe did i share it they were behind like $119,000 or something crazy like that on a on a unit and I'm like, damn. But the thing about evictions is once you get into it, once you get one on your record, it becomes difficult for you to find another place to live. So bankruptcies can be like that. But evictions are tough because if you're forever a renter, it's going to be tougher for you to find another place and you're going to get in trouble big time. So renters tend to be uh, on it. They tend to be on. It. You don't want an eviction on your record. You don't want you don't even want it noticed that there was a attempted eviction. No, you don't even know what they worked it out. You don't want that on your record. So if a person is going through that, it's going to be years and years of bad luck. And they're going to start being a hobosexual. <laughs> a hobo just, you're going to be a hobosexual the rest of your life. All right. Now, how it how does it turn deadly? Let's show you an um, example here. Potentially, this story might shed some light. You know what? Yes, here. I think this is, I'm sharing it now. All right. Let's see if we can. We got breaking news here. The investigation involves a tow truck, a bloody beverage in Chicago's north side, Arcadia Terrace neighborhood. The investigation Chicago. involves a tow truck, a bloody bag of towels, human remains in a freezer, Woo. and a missing person. CBS2 investigator Megan Hickey is live at the scene. And Megan, you spoke to the tow truck driver at the scene. Lord, this. Megan. Megan, a little flatback angel there, I see. All right, Megan can get it all sloppy in chicago hello megan i'm gonna have to go visit megan over there she definitely looks foldable and she look evil too look at them eyes i see them eyes she do look evil 
She got them evil eyes. She got them hungry eyes. She got them hungry eyes. All right, she got the man-eater eyes. Oh, man. Hold on for a second. Megan Hickey. Hey, Megan. She looks like she's either mixed with Asian or she's, uh, yeah, she's Eastern European. Continuing on. Let's see what her voice sounds like. Right, Jim and Maria spoke to that tow truck driver and his manager off camera. They say the company was called to this address to pick up a Chevy Equinox. A woman, the driver, got into the back seat and was taking a ride in that tow truck. He said she was behaving strangely and then at the end of the ride pulled a knife on him. He says it wasn't until late last night that he was told she could be connected to the dismemberment oh. of her landlord. Wow. Okay. My Lord, have mercy. Uh, for those who were listening to her. She said a woman jumps in the back of the, by the way, this looks like Chicago too. This definitely looks like a Chicago neighborhood. Yep, man. That looks like Chicago or Buffalo. All right. Definitely one of those. Uh, or Milwaukee. Milwaukee looks like that as well. But uh, here it is. She jumps in the back of the car. She done chopped up her landlord. Lord have mercy. Police said one of the tenants who rented from the owner of this house on Washtenaw called 911 yesterday around 7 when they hadn't seen the landlord in more than a day. If you guys can please assist me on, um, it's coming over as a missing person, 5919 North Washtenaw. Caller wants to report the friend missing. I guess they're saying that she's at the house and um, there's blood on the walls and floors. The 911 caller told officers there was a suspect living in the house who other residents were afraid of. That woman had recently called a tow truck and carried a heavy bag out to the truck. Oh, no, a tow truck. What, what did the tow Did she tip the tow truck driver? Wow. Police discovered that the woman had dumped a large plastic bag in a green garbage can here at Foster Beach. Detectives found bloody towels inside, which they took to the medical examiner's office. Uh, the detectives were able to go into the residence, and they eventually discovered human remains in a freezer, at which point we backed out of the residence to secure a search warrant. The tow truck driver tells me he had no idea that the woman he was driving could be connected to a homicide. He said... Wait a minute. So you're a tow truck driver and you leave with a body bag. You know what I mean? You leave with hefty bag. You don't leave with a car. Was the car? Did you leave with a car or a bag? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what happened. Please. It was the police oh, who told him last night that the they freezer. found a human head in the freezer. The woman was placed into custody for aggravated assault with a knife. Now, again, police say they're waiting on the medical examiner's report, but they do strongly believe that those human remains belong to that missing landlord. The Dang. offender invoked her right to remain silent. So right now we do not have a motive. Live in Arcadia, Terrace, Megan Hickey, CBS2 Investigators. All right, Megan Hickey, Where's the thank picture? you. Do we have a, is that her? Hold on for a second. That ain't her, is it? That ain't her. I thought that was a gordita. I want to see if we have a picture. Do we have a picture of the suspect? That's what I need to know. Let me see if I can pull it up. Okay, woman dismembers boyfriend. Wow. Jesus. Look, at just Google woman dismembers and look what comes up. My goodness. Landlord. They got boyfriend, Brooklyn. Let me see if I can find a, um, 
there's too many stories on this. All right, I had the one that I talked about the other day of the Asian woman. That wasn't in Chicago. I think that was a completely different story, right? We did that story earlier this week. Was that the same one? No, nah, that was in Massachusetts. So look, that was in Chicago. Look, there's another one here in Massachusetts. We talked about this the other day. This Ling Ling right here, okay? There's another one. They out here just chopping up landlords, bro. Your rent's due, motherfucker. This is a different woman. What is going on with the ladies? My goodness, y'all need to chill out, ladies, man. Y'all need to watch out, man. Do not move any of these people into your house. They will cut you up. Let me put Chicago in the building. Chicago. I'm just wondering. I'm just curious what she looks like. They ain't got no picture of her here. No picture. No, no, no picture. They just have a picture of the house. Wow, man. I wonder if she's a sister. Oh, that's what that page is right there. All right, uh, let's see, man. Boy, it gets deadly out here. Y'all got to watch out, man. Speaking of deadly. Somebody said check her Instagram. Okay, speaking of deadly, here's another situation. I don't like to report on death. I don't like to report on death. People keep sending me stories. Man, go over this story. Oh, she killed him. And I don't like to report on it too much. But now that we're here, we're talking about custody battles. And in this situation, we tell you all the time, watch out if you're in a custody battle. I've watched too much snapped in my life. And I've seen what women will do in custody battles. And they will act dumb and innocent when they find your ass in the desert, in a hole somewhere, and or in their backyard. I don't know where he went. Yes, we were supposed to be in court tomorrow, but I don't know where he went. Sharon and mother to serve 115 years for caramel oatmeal deletion plot fueled by child custody dispute. Man. Is this Sharon in Wyoming? Oh, this is Sharon in, in Indiana. Let's read. Oh, it says right there, Indiana, Indianapolis. Boy, Midwest is catching L's here today. The Midwest is getting ran over. So there she is, a Becky. She's a good mother. She's such a good mother. Let's find out what happened here. It says right here, a Sharon and mother was sentenced to 115 years in prison on Friday after being found guilty, guilty in an oatmeal poisoning deletion plot that stemmed from a contentious custody battle between her and the father of her two-year-old child. Two? freaking stinking years old so let's go ahead and show you what this is this is called the praying mantis gentlemen this is the praying mantis of course she probably said the father abused the child and they were like nope nope and they said it was jermaine's fault nope he's a bad daddy nope he don't deserve no custody nope he abandoned us as a family nope he was abusive nope he yelled at me nope <laughs> he beat me up nope she probably tried everything she was like all right i gotta stick him for his oatmeal now she ran through the whole gamut. Here it is right here. She tried everything. She was like, forget it, got to kill him. Heidi Littlefield, age 42, was found guilty of deletion and two counts of conspiracy to commit deletion in August by the Hamilton County jury. What do we tell you, gentlemen? See, she's 42. She had a baby. She got married again. I'm just going to assume. She had a young child. Some dumbass jackass thought older women are better today. Forget the junior college. You're a reprehensible coach and you're a metaphile. 
I like my women older. And you knocked her up at age 38. No, I'm sorry. At age 40, you knocked her up at 39, 40. And then she's deleting you. This is why you can't really trust older women. Because they've been through it. You know what I mean? They've been through it. They know how to manipulate. We just talked about this earlier. They know how to manipulate the game. When they want to get rid of you, they can get rid of you. It says right here, Littlefield's ex-boyfriend, his name is Francis Kelly, was found deleted on a couch in Carmel home in his Carmel home, his house. His house, of course. According to court documents, Littlefield conspired with her daughter, Logan Runyon, in plotting the death of Mr. Kelly. So she she plotted with her adult daughter. Jesus Christ. So she has an adult daughter. She's old enough to have an adult daughter. And then she had a two-year-old daughter second time around. Look, man, leave these leftovers alone, bro. Leave them alone. Kelly and Littlefield shared a two-year-old daughter together and had been, uh, had, they're already in a custody battle. The kids too. When Littlefield began plotting his deletion, court documents revealed between October 2020 and January 2021, that's during the pandemic where people were getting a little bit nasty with each other. Littlefield worked with Runyon, her, da- her daughter, to poison Kelly with fentanyl in hopes it would make his death look like an overdose. Investigators spoke with Mr. Robert Walker of Inglewood, Ohio. Now Ohio's getting dragged into it. Another conspirator in the plot who told detectives that the woman put fentanyl in Kelly's Mr. Kelly's miso soup in October 2020. Walker also told police it was Littlefield's ideal to put fentanyl in Kelly's oatmeal, which he ate on January 15, 2021, the last day anyone heard from him. And there are the co-conspirators. There's the mother of the child. There's her adult daughter. And there's the dude from Ohio, the monkey simp. The adult Kaylee. Paleface Kaylee went in there with the fake blonde. Her hair going to be jet-ass black here in a minute. That mugshot ain't going to match. All right? She's really dark-haired. Um, and uh, she's going to go to prison here, helping her mother. Wow. Her mother, dude, your mothers will sabotage you. And it says right here, yeah. And that's Court you. documents revealed a text between Kelly and Littlefield that may have been his last. His last text says, did you do something to the oatmeal that was in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Her response, what the actual fuck are you talking about? Yo, so she was already guilty as hell. She was already defensive. What the hell are you talking about? What the actual F are you talking about? I just asked, did you do something to the oatmeal? So that's how much she despised the guy as he was dying. And he said, this bit, I know she didn't put no, I know. Let me text this bit. Let me text this bit. Did you do something? Bit, did you do something? 
to the oatmeal sin. Wait for this bit to touch me back. <clears throat> God damn. Man, I got diarrhea. I'm throwing up. I done shit on myself. Let me see what the bit, what the actual F you talk about. Bit, I told you, and he was like, hold up. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. Did bitch done poison? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> All right, I thought it would be applesauce is oatmeal. Good Lord, man. Watch out, boy. These girls are, this is going to be on snap. Do not eat. Hey, dude, if you move a woman in, don't let her make no food for you. I want to look, y'all ninjas. I want a woman that can cook and clean. she be like, I'll cook for your ass. All right. I'll cook for your ass. She put period blood fitting on. She poisoning your oatmeal and applesauce. Nah, man, hell no. She sent me a drink. She'd be like, here's a drink for you, Mr. CGA. Here's a drink for your live stream. I'd be like, hey, you drink it first. <laughs> you drink it first. Hell no. Take a sip. Bitch, take a sip, I said. Take a sip. She'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Did she pass out? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, you dead now. Anyway, let's read the end of the story here. Gosh, this is terrible. Uh, she says right here, you were in my fridge. Like He says on the text, so he had some text back. You were in my fridge last night, and it tastes funny after a couple of bites. Now I'm lightheaded. Mm. Wow. Adding that he had trouble focusing on his work. Kelly, Mr. Kelly, had been working from home. On Friday, the uh, t uh, the 15th, which is the day he died, court records showed that the last email Kelly sent was at 156. Calls to his phone, messages, uh, and sent to Kelly after 156 were marked unanswered and unread. Kelly's employer said it was highly unusual for him to go dark during this time frame since he was usually active until 5 p.m. The woman, Littlefield, continued to text Kelly asking, asking, I'm uh, sorry, text Kelly after he asked about her oatmeal. She accused him of being on drugs in the text messages and berated him. She cold-blooded. A message sent at 152, she said she was tired of him, quote, telling false info about her. Wow. The message went unread. He was dead. Right here. Um, it says, so too did her message at 404, which Littlefield told him to stop. She said, wait which little Phil told him she had to stop by his house a little early with the daughter, but her knocks on the door went unanswered. I don't know why he's unanswering. <laughs> mm. They did a welfare check on him Sunday. He was two days dead after an ex-girlfriend separated from little Phil became concerned when Kelly failed to pick up his nine-year-old daughter as previously scheduled. What is wrong with you people out here? Now he got kids over here. He got kids. He got kids over here. Nine-year-old over here. Two-year-old over here. She got a 22-year-old over here. A two-year-old over here. Y'all bored with life. We need to stop procreating. Matter of fact, where's Margaret Sanger? Let me get her on the phone. Let me get her on the phone. What is going on? We need to stop. 
Hey, uh, Margaret, yeah. Margaret, the CGA. I know I had some words for you, and you know who you, you know who. New, 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 new world order. Is it possible y'all can head over to Sheridan, Indiana? Yeah, we need to shut that shit down. Uh, there's some black people that will bleed you up. Yeah, black women. Yeah, there's a song that says uh F uh baby daddy free. Yeah, that one right there. Yeah. No more marriage. No pro no. No pro no no. Fit no, yeah. <laughs> we need to get some order in here, man. Hey, sometimes the elites might be on to something here. The elites might be a little bit, you know, we always talk about agendas and elites. Some of these stories, we can to have to agree with them. You have to because what are y'all doing? You got a nine year old over here, broken home. You got a two year old over here. The woman's trying to kill you. She got a 22 year old woman, uh, daughter trying to kill you. And she's got a two year old she's trying to yank from you. Somewhere your life went left. Y'all need to stop. Just put it away. Put the, put the sexual organs away for a minute. This is absolutely reprehensible. And this is just nothing but, I mean, come on, man. What what else do we got here? Now, can we even talk more about this show? So he couldn't get his, his, he didn't pick up his daughter for the weekend. And he getting deleted in his own house with oatmeal for a woman he's known less than a couple years. What else did happen here? What else happened? Police were called to Kelly's home where an inspection of Kelly's body's notice bruising found around his right eye, right elbow, knee, and left hand. A small baggie was also found under the couch. It tested positive for the coca. But an autopsy later revealed there would be uh, there to be fentanyl in the uh, system, not coca. So she didn't plant any drugs in his, under his couch? This woman's evil, bruh. She didn't plant it coca under the couch. She didn't got a hold of fentanyl from her crackhead daughter or her fentanyl, her meth head daughter and her meth head boyfriend. Probably that's probably what the, this woman's evil, bro. What else did they have to say? My gosh, all this because of custody. And why does he have a black eye and black elbow, right eye? Why does he have a black eye? I think the boyfriend, I think the dude went in there and beat him up. All right. Um, What else here? Okay. It says Walker told police Littlefield paid him $2,500 to hire someone to delete Kelly. Walker instead <laughs> used the money on drugs, saying he had no intentions of going through with the promise. According to Walker, Littlefield talked about deleting her baby daddy because she would uh, be failing her daughter if Kelly didn't end up dead. So the meth head dude spent it on money on drugs. Okay, wow. Walker even implied Littlefield wanted Runyon to take the fall, asking her own daughter if she would be cool with going to prison for the rest of her life. Where did she get $2,500? That's what I want to know. That was definitely some rent money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And this woman's so evil, she put her daughter up to go to prison. Walker told investigation the details of Kelly's deletion, saying it was Runyon who told him what happened at the home. Okay, let's go ahead. Says, according to Walker's interview, Littlefield poisoned Kelly's oatmeal by adding fentanyl to the food. Then she and Runyon pried open the window and snuck inside Kelly's home where he was found unresponsive but still breathing. It gets worse. Littlefield is then accused of using Kelly's favorite tie 
that they bought for him for Father's Day uh, to strangle him while also smashing his head against the ground. Oh, that's why he had the bruising. Runyon was sentenced to 26 years. Okay, so the daughter was sentenced to 26 years in prison, testified against her mother as part of a plea deal, and she corroborated the same events as the, the, the crackhead, methhead boy, stating that after sneaking into Kelly's home and finding him barely breathing, that her mother went upstairs and got Kelly's favorite tie and strangled him with it. Littlefield, maint she maintains her innocence, and uh, according to the Indianapolis Star, or the Indy Star, stating she intends to appeal the court's decision. Yeah, she's still going to fight it. Two of Littlefield's own children reportedly told the judge that society would be better off, however, with the mom behind bars. So she has two other children. This is a baby-making machine here. So she has the daughter, the two-year-old, and she also has other children, or is there... Court documents also reveal Littlefield's boyfriend at the time of Kelly's deletion. So she got a boyfriend, too. She got a boyfriend. <laughs> Two baby daddies. Straggle and sniggle over here. And it says right here, gosh, she also reveals Littlefield's boyfriend at the time of the deletion. And also the father of the child Littlefield was pregnant with at the time of the arrest. We got to get Margaret on the phone here. What is this? So she's pregnant again at 42. Recorded conversations between Littlefield and himself that he gave to the police. In these conversations, Littlefield can be heard plotting to overdose Kelly on fentanyl and talking about how she wanted him dead. Well, uh, the crackhead meth head guy got 10 years in prison. He got 10 years. She got 26. She got 115 years. Unbelievable. Let's stop it right there. I didn't realize that story would take so many twists and turns. That could be a whodunit episode. Man. Y'all got to really do y'all investigation with older women. Just letting y'all know. Do your investigation when it comes with older women. They be they they have some deep, deep, deep down scars, right? Meaning they've been going through some BS. I got to go to, I got to go to this part of the super chat over here. <laughs> Sometimes I got to lighten the mood and tell a, a funny story, but uh, wow. Watch out. Y'all got to do your investigation. They got long, long, long histories. What is this? All right, hold on for a second. I got to pull these up over here. Shout out to, man, we got a bunch of people over. Wait a minute. Nope, we don't. I was wrong. Shout out to who we got. Sorry, man. I got to get this in order over here. Did I get Stormy? He says, Coach went DEFCOM 3 in on the NWO. I'm not sure if I did that. All right, let me see here. Brian H says, nothing. Appreciate you, Brian. Heart Sick Disciple says, keep preaching, coach. Uh, a junior college girl just tried to hit me up for a fistful of 20s twice this week. She joined the Ten Toes Up gang and wanted more. I had to show restraint, but she thick, coach. Shout out to her. 
Hey. I got money. But I can tell she was hungry and the rent was due. Yes, indeed. But you had to put her on. But yeah, you got to back away sometimes. They'll pressure you. They're like, oh, I got one on the hook. I'll see you again, daddy. I'll come see you again. I'll put those 10 toes up. These are your future wives, by the way. They're coming to put 10 toes up with, without much. All right, shout out to Modi's Jacqueline up in the building. You said nothing. Appreciate you. T-Mon Jr. says, Coach, they didn't show the picture of the chop shop straggle because they're protecting her identity. Yes, indeed. And they're saying, and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's Somebody fault. said, also, you should put the topics on the side of the screen like ESPN does. Um, if, if, they, if they would, I would have to switch back over to uh, Stream Labs, and it would be overly complicated, and I can't do stuff on the fly. So, um, yeah, that would be nice. It would be nice to have a little thing category over there, right? Brown 310 in the building. Appreciate you. Is it Iya? He says, these heathens have you leaning on, wait, these heathens will have you leaning on cheese and rice, hard, lard, and flavor. Leaning. For real, stuck. All right, shout out to Jammer Understands. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, James says, where's last night's stream, coach? Can't find it. Actually put it back up about the Russell Wilson stream if you guys want to see it. I had to hide it for a little bit. Big Joker says, holy shit, coach. I had to rewind that poison oatmeal segment. I'm on the floor laughing. And I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm just saying, man, this is the stuff we deal with y'all here. And Sligo is the sauce comes in with a co-sponsorship over here. He says, I'm going to attack. Wait. I'm going to attack hard left and try one of those Asian uh, happy ending places. Uh, he says that might be the best way to go. Going to do some field research this weekend. And he says, that's a laugh located about five minutes. Now you got to go way across the county, bro. He says, I'll have to figure out. They're scams from scratch, most likely. Be careful, man. That, those those places got sting operations written all over. Don't mess with them. You got to go. Yeah, if you want to go to the Jack Shack, go to Thailand. Get your rub and tug. Yeah, just the Jack Shack ain't. <laughs> all right, Sligo's ready to go to the Jack Shack. Yeah, them, them girls will set you up. I'm going to show you real quick. Hold on for a second. I don't want to get too far behind here. What's the dude's name? Uh, this is what you're going to be looking like if you do that. I don't advise doing it. Let me see if we can do it right here. Pop it up. Uh-oh. Yeah, you see how Ling Ling, Ling right here going to have you hemmed up. Don't do it, bro. That's how they going to have you right here. Yeah, Robert Kraft. They go have you Robert Kraft. Don't do this, bro. Hey, they everywhere. They got all of these. Do, do you see? I, I just want to let you guys know. Do you know how many of these are, there are in the country? The Patriots are bad at me. Do you know how many of there are of these little day spa and pop-in massage pop-up places are? They're everywhere, bro. They're everywhere. It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy how many there are. So you got to be careful. Let me see here. Um, I think I have a video of one. You guys want to see a video of some, how they get their workers? I'm going to show you here. <laughs> Somebody wants to see it right here. 
uh here it is right here let me see they might have an ad here yeah of course i'm not signed into my youtube so i'm gonna have to show you here uh let me give me a second let me see if i can skip here it is right here i, I i'll show you how they get their girls right here right here let's see peter what the hell my car Oh, damn it. Hey, hey, come back. Fair use, fair use. Uh, that's what I heard. I'm not sure. Quagmire is the hustler there. You got to watch out, man. I've got to take this stuff down. You got to watch out. Quagmire be. Quagmire is a little crazy. All right, where are we at? Abel returns to Eden. He says, goals is a vasectomy monk mode. He says, die in my sleep at 100 plus. And have my housekeeper find me in the morning. He says, all serenity, peace, quiet, and freedom. You're probably going to have to be in a foreign country, but yes. People are like, this is reprehensible. Coach is out here. He thinks she's going to get him a, a, a Ling Ling Asian nurse, and she's going to poison him, all this stuff. He's going to die alone. He's going to be lonely out there in the Philippines and in Thailand out there, living like a king. He can get him an American woman. He can get him a real American woman, and he can die of misery. He can die a long death of 45 years. Why wouldn't he choose that? Just death by a thousand cuts. These women aren't that bad. Hey, American guys, uh, and, you know, this is somewhat passport bro-ish, but I've been to other countries. I'm just going to let you know. Right now, we have the worst available pool <laughs> Of people, they are not down for us. Not to say that the other women are down for us, but when it comes to American women, we have, dude, they've made songs about this, Aceto. They've made songs about this. American woman, just let me be. American woman, I don't want to see. What about she's a man eater? She only comes out at night. The mean and hug with time. All right. What about, um, what about, um, she's an easy lover. She'll break your heart like you won't see it. Don't like no other. <laughs> she's a maniac, maniac. Bro, they, I'm, do we have, Somebody says a roundaway girl. Yes, I already hit you with the roundaway girl back in the day. I love a girl with extensions in the hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair, a Fendi bag, and a bad attitude. That's all you need to do to get you in a good mood. She can walk with a switch or talk with street slang. I love it when a woman ain't scared to do her thing. Standing on the bus stop, sucking on a lollipop. Once she gets honey, it's hard to make the honey stop. She like the she like to dance to the rap dance. Dude, I'm telling you, man, we have, you just don't understand how bad it is. And American women don't know. They don't know. They, this is just them. Once you go somewhere else, they're a, a slightly better. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, this is slightly better. But, yeah, poison, that girl is poison. Girl, I must warn you. I sent something strange in my mind. <laughs> it's driving me out of my mind. 
That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my head. Miss her, kiss her, love her. That girl is poison. Can't trust a big button to smile. That girl is. Come on. It's all over. They've been trying to warn us. Shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. YouTube trash talker in the building. You're wrong for making us laugh about this. He says now they're going to start marking poison oat brand with the disgruntled Shirley on the box. Wow. He says, and keep the BX out of your mouth. You bring it down my property values. Appreciate you, YouTube trash talker. All right, man. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, rest in peace to the brother. It's crazy. Shout out to Sligo is the sauce. He back in here. He got a sponsorship. He says, I'm getting to the point where I don't want them in my house anymore. I'm tired of buying them dinners. The SB thing is getting old. I, I understand. I've actually talked about that on the members chat. And he says, and because it's getting bad now, it's not even fun. It's not even good anymore. They're actually poisonous people, right? They're coming to you and uh, the tricks that they're using is kind of like, oh, they're out of desperation. It's getting pretty sad. Like you want somebody to be like, oh, okay, I can show you a couple things and mentor you and I can clap them cheeks. But they're out there trying to, it's actually sad. And he says, if, and if I know how to get a Momo, I might throw in the towel. He says, going to try my, he says, going to the jerk jack sack first. And let me just stop right now because dating coaches are gone. See, we told you CG8. No, you didn't tell me a damn thing. Dude, these same thing people are trying to marry you up right now. I'm just, I don't get me started. Those are the same girls y'all out here trying to uh, blow backs out on. I don't want to hear the bullshit. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Oh, man, we have a lot. Mr. Rodriguez, Raul says, after the last story, send the dang asteroid. Yes. Sligo says, well, heck, now maybe I won't. It's got, you got to be, do your recon. All right, go there and get you a massage, dip. Go there and get you a massage, dip. Go there and get you a massage dip, all right? Treat them like they nice and respectful. Go get you a manicure or pedicure. You know what I mean? They'll lead you into it. <laughs> Somebody said toxic by Britney Spears. Yes. And they blame, in America, they just blame you. They're like, you messed it up. You made me crazy. Uh, where are we at? JC says, coach, I'm listening to you at the bar, free agent, lifestyle, don't rest. Shout out to you. Enjoy your time at the bar. All right, we got to get to the other brothers here. Man, yeah, man. It's bad. It's bad. You're a big old fat target. Mr. Bell is in the building. This one for the kingdom. <laughs> Appreciate you, sir. All right, this is for the gang. Thank you, brother. Thank you for those generous chats. That was from Mr. Bell. Jones is in the building. Another day with the truth. With the coach. Don't stop. We can't stop, won't stop. Shout out to Mr. K Taylor in the building. Thank you for the support. JW says, I remember when uh, Steve McNair's mistress deleted him. I actually did a story about that, about how the ex-wife might have got away with a little bit there, but I don't want to say anything because uh, I don't want her coming after me. But I actually did a story kind of like, I think it was a podcast. I wasn't on screen, but I did a story kind of of, of a private investigator um, saying that potentially that the mistress did not delete Mr. McNair. Now, I don't want to open up old wounds here. I don't want to open up old wounds. 
but there is some there's some smoke out there. Shout out to everybody in Nash Vegas that the ex-wife, uh, sorry, not the ex-wife, but uh, potentially there could have been some things going on that the investigators didn't cut co or they covered up or they didn't know about. I don't want to talk about it, but you can look it up yourself. You can look it up yourself. And the mom is the mom of Mrs. McNair. The mom of Mrs. McNair is saying that, nah, it wasn't that girl. Because remember, remember the girl, the girl did it and all her friends was like, what? <laughs> they was like what they were like nah that, that don't even make no sense she don't even got no gun well if you go and look at what private investigators hired of course they're hired by the family of the McNairs so they have a different story they're basically saying it wasn't like that they both got deleted by somebody that broke in and then what ends up happening was the person who always followed the money always followed the money they were like who who benefited the girl wouldn't have benefited. And she, they were like, she wasn't jealous. She was just here at Hooters showing her titties. Remember she was working at Hooters or something? Tilted kilt. And it was like, nah, she, nah, she wasn't even in love like that. I mean, she wanted him. But uh, anyway, this is just rumor and innuendo. I don't want to open up any wounds here. But go look it up yourself. Because what, I'm going to give you one more piece. Because when, when after the, the thing happened, she kicked um, Steve McNair's mom out of the house. And the mom of Steve McNair hasn't even seen the kids anymore. Like she has grandkids. And she was like, after that day, I have not seen the grandkids anymore. She worked at Dave and Buster's. Okay, so it was like Hooters on Hooters, Hooters light. So the mom of Steve McNair doesn't think the girl was the, the, shoot, the shooter. She thinks it was, you know, who. <laughs> Look it up yourself. It's not, I'm not the only one. Now, I did a follow-up story on it. Now, they're going to be marked me. They're going to be marking me. But what I'm telling you is that's kind of what the story about the Steve McNair thing going on. She kicked the mom out of the house. She was like, you got to go. Left. And she's never seen the grandkids again since that day. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Mr. JW, shout out to you. But if indeed, if indeed the mistress did delete Steve McNair, that gives you another indication of Sometimes, man, you can't, you know, you can't trust. You can't trust. Somebody said Kevlar is on sale. I know sometimes, man, you don't want to be talking about certain stuff. All right. Now I can't go to Nashville. Definitely can't go to Nashville now. Or Dave and Buster's in Nashville. All right. Anyway, shout out to Mr. Reed in the building. He says the work that you do for us. Thank you, man. Thanks for the work that you're doing for us. Us. Mr. Mr. Guru, nobody, no government name says, appreciate you, coach. Just lost 25 pounds in the building. Shout out to you. And appreciate you. Hit the like button in the building. Congratulations on your weight loss. Keep your journey going. I need to lose a couple of pounds myself. Zero fallout says, my ex-business partner's first wife poisoned his spaghetti. She left the house and never called uh, anyone. Wow. He says, good thing he threw everything up that he ate. He did the same thing and called if, wait, he did the same thing and called if she poisoned him before he passed out. North Dakota, North Dakota was where it took place. Sorry. Um, wow. So there you go right there, guys. Josh Calvin says, coach ain't right. He says, first it was the buck whooping on the Kaylee and her dog and her dad. Now it's homeboy sitting his last text eating oatmeal. Coach, you are hilarious. Had me in tears. All right, we do this for edutainment. 
you know what it is around here. We don't just go in here and tell you saw stories. We definitely hit y'all up on how it works around here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get to the rest of it. Shout out to uh, Mr. Larry Leisure. He says a woman dismembered torso was found in a shopping cart in Brooklyn back in March. A 83-year-old trans pookie was charged for it. Interesting. And uh, previously served prison time for deleting two of his previous girlfriends. Can't make this stuff up. You got to be careful out here with these people. Man, I don't trust people at all. For real, man. I Listen. Because people doing some crazy stuff. Where are we at? We got a couple more. Did I get Albert Ingram? He says, all these eviction rates, high eviction rates. Uh, but when I get on social media, I see women all around the world traveling, being around the world, and nah, yeah, yeah. He says, a lot of these women are faking it just to look good for social media. And we study that over here. Uh, don't trust what their social media presence is telling you because it's oftentimes not um, close to what their lifestyle is. And it's it, it drives them crazy, right? Um, because it induces jealousy when other women do it and they know what the other women are doing. So they're telling the other woman, how do you, how are you affording all these trips? <laughs> okay. Cause these women know they're like, how you living this life? I'm struggling over here. I'm about to get evicted. And all of a sudden you find out that she was doing a little bit of extra loud pockets. Did I get you? Damn. I got a lot here. He says, coach, I'm not at my job going to the Fresno County fair. That should be fun. He says. You're not really going to heel turn on us. No, he says like Vince McMahon did to Stone Cold when he revealed he was the higher power. Yes. Undertaker style. Yes. But uh, shout out to you. El Jefe says happy Taco Tuesday. Coach Adamas. All right, I got you. He had to evict his last sugar, baby. You got to get out. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, man. All right, I'll catch up on PayPal's letter later. Boy, I had a lot going on there. All right, let me get to the last story. Last story. Is it almost seven o'clock? I got to be off by seven, really, kind of. Yeah, I got a lot of PayPal's. All right, so I'll come back on PayPal. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, yeah, there is. There's about five or six. Okay, I'll come back. Millennial Gen Z broke, 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 broke. Let's study it real quick. We talk about dating, and now let's talk about broke dating. Where's the article? Here it is, right here. You want to see the article? 22% of millennials are going into debt from dating. I got money. So this is probably going to be men because I'm not sure why women would go broke dating other than the fact that they're going to buy makeup and dresses and all that stuff for the gram and promote themselves. And I don't know. And it says right here, everything is getting more expensive. So if you thought it was bad, just try being a person in the dating minefield. The dating minefield is already bad. Now you have broke people or people going into debt for it. And that's going to significantly affect how many people can date. And now women know that you're going into debt, so they're not going to be with you. And they're going to go 10 toes up for the coach gang. Love may not cost a thing, as Jennifer Lopez once sang, but dating sure does. As And it's hitting millennials and Generation Z's wallet particularly hard. In fact, 22% of millennials aged 26 to 41 and 19%. Of Gen Zers, age 18 to 25, have gone into debt for what they've spent 
on dating, according to a September lender lending tree survey. Now, you might say, well, 22% is not enough. That's not a lot, coach. Well, hang tight. Uh, 22% in any particular thing. If that happens, that's a statistical anomaly. That's enough to affect a whole bunch of bullshit. Okay, let's say it rained 22% of the time in your city. Uh, that would be significant, right? You wouldn't say, well, it's only 22%. You would be living somewhere in Portland, Oregon, or Seattle, Washington. They probably get 22% of rain, if not more. Let's say it snowed 22% of the time in the year. That's significant. That's not insignificant. And then you add on the fact that 44% of millennials are married. So let's are, they're already not dating. So 44% of millennials are married. She flat-backed it and flat everything right here. But it says right here, only 44% of millennials are married. Only. A lot of people will look at that 44% and say, wow, that's a lot. Well, it is a lot, but not that not when 56% are single. Mm. And of those single people, 22% of them apparently are going broke or in debt for dating. It says right here, overall survey responded, respondents said that they spend over $91 on a night out on average, respondents who identified as women said they would spend on average $81 a date, while respondents who identified as men spent $104 on a date. Quote, everything is getting more expensive. This is according to Matt Schultz, who's the Lending Tree Chief Credit Analysis or Analyst. It says right here, it's not just the new clothes, roses, please, rideshare, fancy dates and dinners concerts or the after show coffee it's all of it the extra cross of each of these things individually may not be earth shattering but added together they can be a very big deal so anybody spending a hundred dollars and whatnot on dates i mean just on regular broads all right i don't spend a hundred dollars on a regular broad a normie chick all right not no normie ass chick let's get to know each other i wanna get to know you better no, not no $104 on no normie-ass chick. No, no, no. All right, anyway. Keep, keeping track of your dating expenses can be difficult since humans are known to inaccurately account for their money mentally, but in terms of the amount they spent and their spending limit, Michael, whoever his name is, he says what? He says that combination can create dynamics at the end of the month. Yes, this one. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Where you go to pay the rent, your rent's due, Utilities and other bills and realize that your dating life is causing you to spend in a way in which you are indebted. Normies will normie. It says right here, using credit cards or mobile payment apps can lead people to tap their way through dating. Of, well, tap their way payment through dating without realizing how quickly these expenses are piling up. If you're, wait, if you have relatively high credit limits, wow, and paying them off with minimum payments, it may not be noticeable for months. And they're saying create a budget and all this stuff. About 85% of respondents say they wouldn't feel offended if their partner took them on a low-cost date. Low-cost date. Says right here, take them on a low-cost date. Ladies, let's hear it. You know they're going to be, I'm not going to no damn Chick-fil-A. I'm not going to no damn McDonald's. <laughs> That's lies. Although it can be tempting to overspend on dates in order to impress your partner, budget-friendly options such as homemade meals and trips to a museum 
can be suitable alternatives. Not to these draggle daggles out here. Hell no. They trying to get to the bag. They don't want no day that chili two for two, two for 20 at Applebee's. I ain't taking me. You took me to some two for 20. My rinse do. I got hair lashes, eyelashes. I put on my makeup. I put on my dress. I put on my hair wig and my weave. I got this. I go to the tanning salon. I got nails. My nails alone cost $200 for the petty and the manny. <laughs> Shit. They ain't going to no Applebee's with all that. Now, if you live in the middle of the, world, the uh, United States, yeah. Okay. Wow. This is sad, bro. You got to watch out for these people. Okay, what a sad world we live in that now the millennials who are normies, not only do they have a busted dating marketplace, now you have this. And this is only going to help the brothers that are at the junior college because a piece of is a terrible thing to waste. I can go out there and give a girl, hey, man, you want a good time? I'll show you a good time. Come on over. I'll take care of all that. They sitting around like Zoe. She like, what? Hair, makeup. This is what this is what millennial men want to take a budget girl out on. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna once a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No, I don't deal with no fucking scrubs. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician. Facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever. Yeah, it sounds like she's going to budget date. All right, Zoe going to budget date, but Zoe going to get skeeted on by coach. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, let's get to this right here. Let's get to the PayPal's, brothers. Hey, what's going on with y'all, man? How's the dating market for you young people out here? I feel bad for y'all. And y'all mad at the tricks and all of that? Y'all out here tricking on these junior college girls? I'll be like... <laughs> I'll be like this. <laughs> what was the dude? Um, They had a cartoon character that used to laugh like that. It was like a little dog or something like that. I can't remember his name. Was it Snidely or... I think the boy was Snidely. I'll be sniggling at y'all. Yeah, what was the dude? What was the cartoon character? It was like a dog. I can't remember his name. Muttley. That's how I'll be laughing at y'all. Man, it's cold out there. Y'all are tricking on these young girls, getting them tip toes up. You ain't got no game, coach. <laughs> For a second, I'm going to show you what I'll be looking at. Muttley. Let's pull up Muttley. I'm going to get all kind of copyrights on this one. Muttley laughing. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, shit. What is this? I'm not signing to YouTube, so they got these all these ads. So this how y'all y'all be out here tricking. Y'all ain't got no game, all right? Y'all be out here tricking on these girls, man. You don't need to be tricking. I'll be like... That's how I'll be like right here. <laughs> Hold on, let's get. 
That's how I be like. <laughs> right there. Hold up for a second. Man, you ain't got no game, coach. You need to get some game out here tricking all these young junior college girls, making them show their feet. I'll be like. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let me stop. What a crazy thing right there. Muttley. I'm adding that. I will hope you guys can hear. I'm <laughs> That's how I'll be sniggling. That is definition of sniggling. If you ever wanted to see what sniggling looked like, that's it. Sniggling ass muttly. Man, you be out here. I bet you be spending thousands of dollars on them junior college girls, making them put their feet all in your face. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let me get to these PayPal's in the building. Did I get um this brother right here? Oh, I got my man with the CDL in the building. We got our sister in the building. Where are we at? Sister is back in here. Who knew my birthday? I got a stalker in the building. Shout out to her. He says, this the Red Bone sister, Candy Cake. Candy. He says, got love for you, coach. He says, she says, I don't know you. You said you were a Libra in one of your episodes, and my dad is a Libra. He says, you're all the best. Appreciate you, sister. Feed pictures, please. All right. And that's a very, we got to give you a sponsorship today. All right. I appreciate you. I need some feet pictures. She said, that's the fed. Somebody says, coach won't tell us our, his budget for the junior college. Why would I do that? Shout out to the Jimmy ZTT. He says, hello, ladies. He says, it's about to be golf ball stuck in a water hose season. Start slurping and get that rent paid. Your rent's due, Shout out to the coach gang members who got money. I got money in the building and uh, all that stuff here. Hey guys, one of these days you guys are gonna get a little bit older and it'll get a little bit easier. Shout out to the AD Austin says I was just telling my bouncer uh, that I only deal with eighteen to twenty year olds and he called me a metaphile. He said he likes older girls. He's forty two. He looked goofy as hell. Now, why can a guy admit that? I like them old. I like old ladies. I like old ladies that wear nylon stockings. You know what I mean? I love, like, is that a brag? Is that a humble brag? Or what are we doing here? <laughs> you a metaphile. How dare you? That's ridiculous. How dare you like that person? She looked fresh, like a, uh, some fresh buns out the oven with the butter on top of it. How dare you like that? How dare you like them with less flaws and a good stable mentality and not that many bodies, although they're catching up. How dare you like that? How dare you like them with the skin all supple and firm? How dare you like them with their hair all shiny and healthy? How dare you like them where they could possibly, you know, you can help them in a system and they haven't been exposed and tampered on and tampered with? How dare you like them all fertile and all that stuff? How you there? You like them all fresh out the oven, like a subway, the subway bread. When you walk in, you get that whiff of the bread. How dare you like your popcorn not stale? How dare you go to the movie and say, give me the bottom of that popcorn. All right. Not the stuff at the top. I want the stuff right at the bottom. You know what I mean? Three poppings ago. No, nah, no. Nah. How dare you go to how dare you go to McDonald's and not ask for fresh French fries that standing all standing up like this with the salt on it. Nah, I want the curly ones at the bottom. They all soggy. <laughs> mm. 
yeah, how dare you? How dare you like him with the arthritis kicking in and the uh and and all the debt all accumulated on top of him? Give me the old stuff. How dare you like new cars and the new car smell? I like them soggy and old and used and weathered. You know what I mean? I like them with not a lot of tread on the tire. I like them like all on the back of the used car lot. They don't even have sticker price on it. Come on, man. They be trying to throw you under the bus under that, man. Come on, man. How dare you like stuff like that? That's actually reprehensible. You be like, well, it's. Shout out to Jay Russell says, what you learn from other content creators will stagnate you. What you learn from coach is going to graduate you. Exactly. I'm I'm giving you stuff to really challenge the status quo. Okay. I kind of do it on purpose. But I'm challenging the status quo. And everything I say is above board and legal. I don't encourage you to do anything illegal. But I challenge the status quo where a lot of cowards won't uh, challenge it. He says, Coach needs a new Apple iMac for the cookie jar fund. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Yeah, I do, man. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to switch to Mac. My computer's been all right so far. Hasn't been crashing. I've actually changed one of the cables. And it's been all right. But we'll see. I might have jinxed it. What's up, coach? This is Daryl L. The second shout out to you hooping. He says, I had a friends with benefit hit me up today saying she is back in town. We were uh, scheduling time for her to come through tonight. And she said her baseball playoff game is on and asked if we were going to hang or not. I believe it says. And I told her we'll reschedule another time and hit her up, hit up my flat back. I sent she was playing with my time. Your thoughts. So you scheduled something, and she said she wanted to watch a baseball playoff game. And she said, um, and asked if we were going to hang. I'm not sure where that went. I'm not sure what happened. And you told her we'll reschedule another time. So she she was going to hang, and she said, I'm going to watch the baseball game. Interesting. You know, that could be anything. Hey, guys, uh, when it comes to women and, and, and dating, they, they get really flaky, right? So they'll flake on you real quick. And it's for several reasons. Okay, it's for several reasons. Number one, they got a better offer. And so she's using that. I'm sure she's watching the baseball playoffs. I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, it's not even game number four. You know what I mean? It's not even the sweep game or something like that. It's one of the first games in the playoffs. So I doubt it's that. That's number one. Number two, they get a little bit lazy. They don't want to get up and primp their hair and do their makeup. So they get a little bit lazy. And they look at the clock and they be like, eh, you know, the blade ball well, right? So another bull in the ring, they got lazy um, or or they got their period or they're cramping or bloated, right? They're not feeling too good. When they scheduled with you, they were feeling good. When the date arrived and it's like, oh, I've been working all day. I'm a little bloated. Period's going to start. Period's mid-flow. Yeah, they'll throw some stuff out there. So it's one of those things, right? It's one of those things. They want to cry. They want to sit in the corner and curl up and cry. So there's a lot of things. I don't necessarily think it's always a Tyrone, but a Tyrone can always be in play. I don't I don't say it's not possible, but that's what it is. 
and they double book and all that stuff. Yeah, man, it's all good. Uh, this is why you can't commit unless they're really, really wanting to commit to you, right? But if they want to play that game, just just keep them at bay. It's okay, and get your little flat back on. Get your little girl that get your girl that comes over and she delivers on time. She's a five or a six. She's good. She ain't no. She ain't bad. She's not a gordita. She's not a 49er. She delivers the goods. You know what's gonna happen. She ain't gonna flake. She be on call. She be in the bullpen warming up. Whenever you need me, daddy, she be just warming up for your ass. You need, she'd be like, the manager, she'd be like, send that lefty in. Get the lefty in. The dude be calling down in the bullpen. Get the lefty ready. Send him in. And he come in. Doom. He come in like this. He running on the field. He getting his couple pitches in. Yeah. Get your girl in the warm up. You always got to have your bullpen. <laughs> it's crazy yeah man you got to get your closer you got to get your one all right anyway let me got we got um let me see if i can say your name uh gate mr soto says uh coach as a millennial i will say i pay for everything in credit i get three percent cash back in restaurants and gas one percent cash back on everything else so some people do use their credit card like that revolving debt and then they pay off a great percentage of it 80 percent of it so that they can build their credit. So that is something that can people can use, but sometimes you get caught up. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, I'm going to pay it off, and then you get caught up. Where are we at? We got a couple more on the Super Chat. Shout out to Eli is in the building. Coach, I'm stacking my funds, mastering control of my junk while on monk mode until I can forever live the free agent lifestyle in the building. Yes, indeed. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. <laughs> Again, it's against status quo. How dare you enjoy your life? How dare you enjoy the escapades of young women and attractive women? How dare you not marry us up? I went through this for a long time with a lot of women. Now they don't even bother me no more. Shout out to Domain Stickum says, my baby mama can my baby mama can't get a can of beans out of me. Oh, psh. my baby moms can't get nothing from me. Zero. Zip. As I say, she could be on fire and I will not piss it out. <laughs> if her car was broken down on the side of the road, I'll jump, let my car, my kids, if my kids are with her, kids can jump in. You got to stay with the vehicle, baby. You can't get in. Hell no. No, absolutely not. And I didn't make it that way. All right. Shout out to Azriel says, I'm here supporting up in here, even when I'm down bad, hoping it all gets better. Love the coach and supernova in the building. He says, my coach gang and cheese. Appreciate you, Asriel. Keep plugging away, and it's going to get better, man. Just stay focused. Don't accumulate debt. Let's go over to the Cash App. Uh, check out Waves Clarity uh, uh, on your blog. Waves Clarity. Okay. Hmm. I'm not sure what, what that is. All right, Mr. Portis is in the building. El Portis says three months ahead of rent. Monk mode activated. Yes, indeed. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, have you ever been ahead on rent? Trust me, you guys want to do that. I mean, you got to be able to do it, but like pay off rent in advance. You won't realize how that changes your life. First of all, if you can get to not paying any rent or mortgage, you're winning the game. But get to a point where you've paid off rent like three months, six months, nine months, or a year in advance. 
you be like, damn. Because <laughs> then all the money comes in, it comes in, it's kind of just stacking. You'll never see your bank account increase as fast. You'll never see your bank account increase as fast. It, it, it's like phenomenal. You don't realize how much you pay to live just to pay rent just for a roof over your head. It's absolutely amazing. So every, every, if you've ever done it, like you won't think about it. Now, here's the trap on this because I've done this several times. The trap on it is, there's two traps. The trap of it, number one, is you'll forget the day it runs out. <laughs> you'll forget the day it runs out and you'll get a note on your door, three-day notice or quit, three-day move or quit. And you'll be like, what? I paid an event. Well, you got to keep track of when that next rent payment is because you'll be so accustomed of not worrying about the first. So that's trap number one. Trap number two is if you ever want to leave. Like you paid in advance and you were like, oh, I want to move, but you paid in advance. Now you got to get that leasing company to give you the money back, right? Which could be a hassle. They're like, shit, well, you paid it up. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so be careful, man. But living mortgage and rent free, it's I've never experienced it. I've only experienced paying rent in advance, but living mortgage and rent free, I can imagine financially. But you gotta still stay on your grind. I know a lot of people that do that, and then they be like, Well, I don't need to make that much money anymore. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. I would still be grinding, right? I would still be like something in me will still go. I'm still going full speed. But some people say, well, I don't have to make that much money, so I won't do it. But by the way, just so you know, most people spend 40%, not most people, it is recommended that you only spend 40% on your living expenses. But most people spend about 50 or 60%, especially in California, they spend about damn near 60, 65% of their expenses just on rent. Just on rent. So that right there is a killer. You think it's 60% of your income is gone just on rent and renter's insurance or mortgage and mortgage insurance? That's a killer. So, man, I'm going to tell you, man, those are the two things that, that are goals for me, to be able to pay consistently a year in advance in rent or if I'm paying a mortgage. Um, you guys know I'm not a fan of mortgages. I'm just uh, I'm a fan of paying off homes, but I'm not a fan of mortgages for most people because many people make mistakes on mortgages and i'll prove it right quick i know i need to catch up here um let me see here millennials and home mortgages because many people say oh mortgages are great most people do dumb shit with mortgages because they don't understand the fine print right here and they don't they don't understand what how it works and they end up playing pmi they get an adjustable rate mortgages right and uh, if you got an adjustable rate mortgage in the last couple of years yo dumbass is getting hit with the hammer. You're getting hit. If you got an arm adjustable rate mortgage in 2019 when the market was hot in 2020, and you was like, we good, and the mortgage was $3, I mean 3%, but now mortgage rates are going up 7.5%, 8%, you getting screwed in the next two years. You're going to get floored because they're still going to raise the rates over the last year, the next year or so. Okay, that's why people get, that's why I don't like home ownership. It's not the home per se. It's the mortgage that people get screwed on. Anyway, anyway, enough about Mr. Coach Greg Ramsey in the building. Um, Where are we at here? I got to get over the cash app. Mr. 
Mr. Mr. King is in the building. We're going to call you M. King. It is in the building. Shout out to you. And he says, uh, Melvin is a metaphile all day long. Shout out to you. Boy, they really be mad at dudes dating younger women. You're a predator. You'd be like, well, they want to do it. Ladies, y'all need to tell me why y'all really mad. Like, you see an older guy. Now, they'll be like, well, what if that was your daughter? You'd be like, well, it ain't my daughter. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> your daughter's the same age, but it ain't my daughter. Like, what are we talking about here? You know why they're really mad. I'm going to give you all the secret. You know why they're really mad? Because they seem to know an awful lot about it. They're like, you're a predator and you're taking advantage. The power dynamic's not good. And I'm like, but how do you know? How do you know the power dynamic's not good? How do you know it's predatory? How do you know? You know how they know? Because they did it when they were younger. That's the secret right there. That's the secret right there. See, what's happening is they're 30 now and 35 and they're 40. But when they were 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, guess what they were doing? They were in immediate, they were doing that exact same thing. So they know all about it. And what happened was I read an article about this where the woman said, I don't like when men do this. And then she went on to explain that she did it. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Hold up for a second. What you're telling me is you went and dated an older guy. You thought you were going to get married. He finessed you. He, he, he had the power dynamic. He had the money. You were taking all the drinks. You ate up all the food. You ate up all the soup. You drank all the drink. You went to all the trips. You lived up all in the apartment. You went 10 toes up with that guy, and he didn't marry you. Oh, okay, so you lost in the deal. But the reality is you know because you did it. That's why you mad. So when you see your men your age going to the junior college, then all of a sudden you're sitting there going, yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> yep, they took the trips. They drank up all the drink. They went to all the parties. They went to all the nice things, and they got all the vacations and all that, and they got all the nice clothes and the surprises at Louis Vuitton. You did all of it, and now you upset. See, that's what it is. That's why they can come up with all of this stuff and all of this stuff. All right. Anyway, shout out to Mr. Todd C. He says women love nice guys. Yes, they do. And that's you. They know. Guys, I know women. I know my women. And I know what makes them tick. Because otherwise, how would they know? I'm just looking out for those girls. They're going to get. No, 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 no. Okay. Was somebody looking out for you? Nope. All right, Mr. Oh, we got a co-sponsorship in here. Shout out to you. Who is this in here? Mr. Johnny Del Rome. Shout out from San Antonio Tejas, home of the thickest, thickest of the gorditas. He says, finishing the year working two full-time jobs, 72 to 84 hours a week. I'm in my mid-30s, no kids, single, six foot three, 245 pounds in great shape, all thanks to God. Going monk mode to the end of the year uh, to finish the year strong. Big, big salute to you, coach. Yep, he's buckling down. Boy, you don't got no time to mess around. You don't got no time. Last one. He says, basically, she don't want us to enjoy uh, two. Yep. 
So that's what's happening. A lot of times they don't want you to enjoy. Well, this guy got to enjoy the great times. Okay, but what am I supposed to do? You're supposed to take me all beat up and bashed and <laughs> manipulated. And I was preyed on. Now you got to be up under me and let me wrap you in my warm embrace. No, I'm about to chill. SAU says, also, if you pay rent in advance, you can negotiate the price. This is true. I did it on my house where I live in my business location. This is true. Sometimes um, owners are a little bit sketchy on people who offer rent in advance because they know down the pike they're going to get screwed on the on the lease when the lease is up. Sometimes then that person then reneges and don't pay any rent the second year around. But that's not always true. That's just a danger that landlords have to think about. Um, so sometimes if you're offering money up front, they are a little bit like what, but not all the time you can actually be like, look, I know this is the price, but I'll pay you this much and get a couple hundred dollars knocked off of it. Not if it's a leasing building. Like if you go to like a, a big leasing firm, they own the whole damn County, like in, in, um, Southern Cal and Newport, Orange County, Irvine company on the home County. They don't got to make no deal. So, but otherwise, yeah, uh, let's see here. I think I got everybody. All right. And so that means that we're going to close down the show. I appreciate the contributions. I appreciate the fun and the laughs. And sometimes we laugh at some very dark, dark things around here, but sometimes you got to keep it humorous because we don't want to be seen as hateful. We don't hate a damn thing. Uh, the next few streams will be probably not at the normal time as I will be traveling the seven seas. I will be experiencing the junior colleges all throughout the southeastern part of the united states so i will be doing streams but they probably won't be at the regular time all the way up until probably monday so if you do want to see me live and in living color go check out the 21 convention website and check me out i'll be live and in living color giving some speeches man delivering that hell fire and brimstone in here shout out to the coach gang and hopefully it ain't hurricane season where i'm going all right hopefully the hurricanes are done are we on m's yet we ain't. All right. We out of here, brothers. Peace. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. Here coming. comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.